Welcome to the Reaction Pod after yet another new law. Do you know what? I remember a time when we used to ridicule a certain team for having to play Burton Albion. And now we've played them five times in the league. We've lost three times, <laughs> drawn once, and we, we actually did win once. Um, I'm Roy Fallow. I'm here with the despondent Gareth Barker, the fuming Mickey Loff, and the absolutely raging <laughs> Craig Clark to discuss that. Like I say... Another new loss. Sunderland <laughs> FC one, Burton Albion two. To be honest, that was where to start. That, that, where to that start? That was very therapeutic, Rory. I feel quite calm now. Oh, good. I, now I'm I'm thinking about Joel Lynch with less ire. Just you know, laughing about it now. <laughs> laughing about what it. What was all that about then? Yeah, <laughs> it is. Like, it is like difficult Joel, to know where to start. And Joel Lynch. What the hell was that? Yeah. <laughs> what, what happened to him though? Well, can uh, look, I've never seen when a we see break down. I've never seen a player break down like that in a game. Yeah. Gone. Like after that second goal, he just started doing loads of really weird stuff. He was like, like not concentrating. He was kind of just staring into space, making really strange decisions. <laughs> kind of what I was like by the end of the I game, contemplating <laughs> everything. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen an individual like break down in a game like that before, which is really concerning. Well, <laughs> none of the none of them really. So look, right, I'm not saying this is a top two team. I mean, it's almost certainly not a top two team. Is it even a top six team? Well, I think it should be, but not when it's set up like that. I don't think those players are playing for the manager. Uh, There's no... No, no. I don't even think they're playing for each other. There's no partnerships. I I, I said this after Saturday. All right, we only had two men in midfield, three if you include 9 Where are they? Why? What, what is the setup of the team? There's just massive holes all over the pitch. When you look at the, sorry me, but when you look at the manager, why would you play for him? <laughs> like, what's he done? What's his track? We go. I know we like kind of joke about the glowing references, but what is there there? He just stands on the touchline like a ghost, like a sad I think ghost. Find that he consolidated Colchester in the championship. Well. I feel like he needs to consolidate my feelings after having to watch this <laughs> abject display week after week. But sorry, Mick, you were going to say so. it was going to be something positive, or was it to add to the <laughs> to the few? <laughs> you, know. uh, you know what it is? I just I'm, I've been trying to like kind of like piece together like what I'm even going to say because I just I just don't know really to, how to pinpoint anything. But what kind of summed the game up for me was it was coming into injury time and Duncan Watmore is having to drop into a centre half position to receive a ball off the goalkeeper. Uh, it's just, and that was a thing tonight, which infuriated me more than anything. Was you go two one down, and it just the absolute lack of a reaction or positivity from the players. There was no like eagerness, no drive. We, we, there's two minutes left of the game, and ironically, after we spent 88 minutes just hoofing it anywhere, we're quite happy to just pass it along our back line. Mm. It was just absolutely just directionless, pathetic. And people used to complain about Jack Ross's domain, the hands in his pockets, and everything. Phil Parkinson, he just like Matthew says, he looks like he's just been left outside, <laughs> like just just stood there looking sad, miserable. Lots. Doesn't even look like he'd be bothered to like check under like the the doormat in front for like in case there's a spare key there. Like he's just going to get left outside. <laughs> so like one of the, one, speaking of going back to Lynch and and some of this other stuff, Hume's another one who he's a younger lad and there's a lot resting on him and I do feel a bit sorry for him. But his performances, if he's not having it his mm. way, my God, he disintegrates. Yeah, he had a hard time that second half, and I. We, we did say before the season that you can't really just have him as your left back and I'm discounting Debock because uh, seemingly he's never going to play and it's like 
that's all on, on him, Hume. He's positive at the start, gives a few balls away. And it isn't because fans got on his back, because no one was getting on his back. Obviously, there's a few groans when there's misplaced passes, but it's not just him. Everyone's doing it. But in the second half, it was almost like in his own head. He couldn't get out of his own head. If you look across the board, though, like the, the volume of misplaced passes, the volume so of... And the reason is because there's no options available mm-hmm. to anybody. Mm-hmm. And this is to do with the way a team's set up and it's to do with, you know, you know, you look at the shape of the game, we tend to get very condensed in one area. And then like, and then the option is, and then there's a massive space in the middle of the park, so there's either a quick interchange of passing which will go out for a throw in near to the, the players that are into that little group. There's a channel ball that goes to nobody, or there's a ball into the middle where nobody's out to receive it. There was a guy sitting next to us going, oh, kind of, or what partner's supposed to do with this group he's inherited. Everyone was saying that this group were, going, were more than good enough when Jack Ross was here, and now all of a sudden, all the, all the players are bad. It's like, well, no, the idea was we need to bring somebody in who's going to get an extra 10, 15% out of this. I'll tell you something that people probably would have noticed as well today, the substitutions right across the board, and how the team finished the game. So if you're planning, if you're planning as a manager, the changes you're going to make and they dig himself a hole why do you yep. so put all nine uh, right back and took McLaughlin off right I can't even remember who came on from, uh, from Maguire it was Maguire who is right we only, we only made two by so the by way, the way so by the way he shouldn't even be near the pitch at the minute him then th- about three or four minutes later he takes Trent Ledbritter off and brings Benji Kemp Yorker on What's the train of thought in that process there? Because now you've had to move Chris Maguire into centre midfield where he's never played. Yeah. You've got Luke O'Neill, who's probably the most active centre midfielder, <laughs> at right back. You've got, and then you've got like the forwards. When, when they made the change, they were looking around each other going, mm-hmm. where am I playing? Power oh. was absolutely few. At least, at least he was, at least he was bothered. Yeah. He was absolutely devastated. He, he looked absolutely gutted and he was looking around going, what on earth's going on here? So. I look at someone like Power and I think he's clearly a leader on the pitch and probably had a big voice in the dressing room and I don't think he played very well tonight but there's been a marked drop off in his performances since this manager came in it isn't a coincidence similar with Maguire at the minute he looks every inch the player Burry couldn't wait to get rid of he doesn't look interested at the end of the game where they were on the right hand side and he just like chipped it out of play down the line it's because when they get the ball in that position they've got got a pass Look at how deep Power's playing as well. Oh, like yes. this is what we all said about like when things were fairly negative under Ross. Like he was he was far too deep and he's not being able to affect the game further up. Him and Ledbetter were f- it was like we were playing with four centre halves today. And it's not like you've got like wing backs or anything like that who can like affect it going forward because one of them's right back. It was an absolute glacier. Like <laughs> there's just no like what are the like? I'd honestly love someone to give us one reason to keep Parkinson because you needed to, to bring. Like we've just been saying, you needed to bring him in to improve on what Ross has been doing to make sure you're pushing the top two. And we've actively regressed to the point where it makes you think Ross was getting more out of this squad, actually. And despite the fact that we got beat at Lincoln and we got absolutely disgraced, that's worse. Like, and, and, and result against Coventry, the result against Leicester and 21s. I don't care how long it's been. Simon Grayson was a, the shortest serving manager in our history. Parkinson deservedly so deserves to break that record I think we just need to put the Christmas emoji into the Twitter handle now because Simon Grayson obviously as we all remember got the pumpkin emoji so we need to sack Phil Parkinson in the tunnel with a Christmas tree sorry mate
Yeah, Phil Parkinson, Phil Parkinson, there's a pumpkin. You just, you just, <laughs> wow. You just, uh, I, I just, like, a, like when they start to rot, though, uh, and get like all oh, sad he's looking. Been, he's still outside off Halloween, just disintegrating yeah, yeah. there, just like out performances since Halloween, ironically. So, I don't think I've ever, I don't but, think I've ever, sorry, mate, carry on. What, what I was going to say was, like, um, the crowd, I mean, people can say what they want about, like, Sunderland fans and this kind of, like, abuse narrative, which is just becoming more tiresome by the week. But I've never known Sunderland fans, even Simon Grayson in that game against Bolton, I've never heard Sunderland fans, after 11 games of a managerial tenure, saying you're getting sacked that's in the exactly, morning. That's exactly what I was going to say, mate. I've never, I've never, ever. That was, I was shocked with the vicif- Yeah. And it might have only been a small group of players. It echoed around. Though, but I tell you what, there were people giving it the big in that. If, 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 apparently, if the club's been saved... I think it's a, you know, weekend of Bernie's three because there's two people, <laughs> you know, dragging this dead carcass around trying to convince everybody that it's fine and it's alive. It's not alive, mate. I mean, nah. it's you know, where, where's Richard Hill when you need him? Can you, <laughs> Richard I mean, Hill saves the club. Richard Hill rides again. That's what we need. I mean, you, you lads know in the podcast, uh, you know, podcast in the group chat, but I love a good old um, reference to George Orwell's Animal Farm when it comes to this kind of thing. Here it is. Yeah. But, <laughs> At last. But, but, but now it literally is getting to that stage for us. Just like, surely, comrades, you would not prefer Ellie Short to come back. That has literally just been the way it's been for months now. Any kind of criticism for so long now, arguably since the back end of last season, has just been shouted down. People have been making valid criticisms about things on the pitch, about things on the pitch, and straight away it's just, oh, well, think of how bad we were under Ellis Short at least he's not here well, the, 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 these, these owners have come in and they've saved the club it's, and now as I say like, have they still saved the club is this, is this still acceptable it's absolutely not acceptable well, at some it, point someone uh, needs to take accountability for yeah, us because yeah. well, it's just not on another thing the official attendance was 26,000 because they include season ticket holders I mean you'd be lucky if there's to be 20. fair Craig there was a lot of Burton fans there <laughs> Hey, f- fair play to yeah, them, yeah, eh? Yeah, absolutely. No, but there was there's one, there's one over there. To be fair, good, good for that. I hope, they've, I hope they've enjoyed their uh, their day here yet again. Yeah, again, um, exactly. The board have beaten yeah. us now. So the, there was probably what twenty k there. So you're talking about basically tonight to going back to what you were saying about people singing for Parkinson to go and stuff. Ostensibly, that's the hardcore. They're the diehards that have come tonight. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. minus the. They're people who go to away games as well. Yeah, yeah. They're, I mean, look, that doesn't mean it's everyone in the ground, but for it to be that vociferous, yeah. the booze as well, there was a lot of animosity. And, oh. it, and, and I want to say something, repeat what you said before when on, on, on air, Mickey. This isn't something that went on through the game. At 1-1, they didn't necessarily deserve it, but the fans were getting behind them. Oh, well. There was a moment where they gave us something to shout about because they had a shot on target and like were pressing. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> well, we must have had about four or five, so that's progress. But you know what I mean? The, yeah. There were patches in that game where it was deathly yeah. quiet because it was horrible to watch and then there were moments where the fans got behind the team because they gave us something to shout about and then because there was no obvious structure to the team that soon fell apart so Kimio so so. comes on right 10 minutes ago I thought he could have been on sooner I still would have left Grig on but I just think like he just hamstrung himself with the changes he made and then we didn't get the we, we didn't get the ball in the box in the last 10 minutes of the game yeah, no. and like We've no. put, we've put, we've got McGeady, Watmore, Grigg, Maguire, and Kimpyoka. So we've got five, essentially, what could be five, four strikers really in in Watmore, Maguire, Grigg, and Kimpyoka, and then McGeady on top of that. And we go and get the ball in the box. I mean, I mean, this and see people's point. The players absolutely have to take responsibility. Of course, they are. I'm not. Like, I, am, I am not. Absor- I'm not absolving them. Of no, no. That second goal as well. I don't care who your manager is. That is absolutely inexcusable how on a park run, pitch. There are a lot. How do you run that far with the ball? Our challenge. Yeah. And then 
I don't know what there's a lot of that there's a lot of unforced errors going on like you say it doesn't matter who the manager is but it does it does stem from the top down and by the top down I mean the top down because it was about our 80th choice appointment we, we, no, no, no. Can you have to see the references? Oh, yeah, the, of, of, apart from the glowing references. But, God, what must the references of the people who didn't get the job? Gareth Ainsworth must have, like, the most watertight references, like, ever. If he apparently doesn't... If he was apparently above Phil Parkinson in getting the job. But anyway... He's got a reference, a really strong reference from Alice Cooper. The, um, Gareth Ainsworth. From his tribute band. Yeah, I don't know. We, we, we do like his tribute band. of a rock god. It's not a, a good reference. The most infuriating thing about Parkinson as well, it's a, he's not made one single positive contribution since he came here. So uh, We did beat Tramia 5-0. God, remember after that when we said, I... Um, can I shock you? I like Phil Parkinson. Yeah, yeah, well, that yeah. lasted about five days. Well, and do you know what? Sorry, <laughs> I, I make you know. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me speak, man. Go on, you go first. You go first. <laughs> no, but Parkinson. All the reaction pods are like, we're all bouncing yeah. you, I know, Mickey's got a train of thought, though, you yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Can't derail the Mickey train. Mickey's got to be locked in. It's a locked in. Come on, do it. <laughs> this is going to be really underwhelming now yeah. but at least Parkinson if he'd come in and kind of stunk the place out and we were getting clean sheets at least you can say he's solidified the defence and you can nick games 1-0 and it's going to be horrible but at least you've got a chance that um, if we can get things clicking going forward we can get promoted we've got a chance but the defence looks absolutely slack as anything it's like horrible. I say, if I say it's, it's just there's abso- as I say there's absolutely nothing that he's done since he came in the path that Trammy game which looks like a total fluke now mm-hmm. it looks like a complete nut of fluke as I say, it's just he's ki- he's come in and he's just he's, he's done nothing <laughs> on the again. Though he had, it's like I've had no influence on this team whatsoever. <laughs> and we won five nil. Well, right, it, it, it was <laughs> like similar to like to, to take it to a higher level when like Solskjaer came into Man United and Man United just needed the shackles thrown off them after Mourinho and they went out and like played with a lot of freedom and scored some goals. That was our sort of one game, admittedly, that sort of moment. But you're exactly right, Mickey. I said, I said to my dad during the game when we were watching it, like, it's not like we're tight at the back and we're sort of like one nil in games here and there or we score a lot of goals but we're quite open but we're like quite good to watch. Like, with the worst und- of both worlds. To, to br- the worst to, part. To, to bring it back, like, I, I know I know I've brought it around to, to like, what we were like under Ross a few times, but again, under Ross, we were hard to beat. And, and, and you know what? You know when people are trying to say, like, early, early on in Parkinson's set, like, as if we've won a lot of games 1 0, people being like, well, we'd have drawn that 1 1 <laughs> under Jack Ross. I'd have fucking loved if we drew 1 1 under Jack Ross tonight rather than watch that. Like, well, that is infinitely how often, worse. How often did we. Turn a winning position. I like turn a winning position into a losing position since we've been in League One. A few. I don't know. When's the last time we took a lead in the game and and lost it in League One? Ooh. Well, that's our first home defeat in a long, a long. We time. didn't take the lead against yeah. Coventry. We we went behind against Coventry. So there's one. I don't think we took the lead against Southend. Or well, we took the lead against Fleetwood and lost the game. So there's one. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, we threw leads away. <clears> but like we did stay in the game. But like. If you think about last season when we played Burton, they were better. They were better than that. No, oh, they better. were absolutely awful. awful. The same, at Coventry, so same at Coventry. They were much better last season. And this is a yeah, problem. Yeah. This is a problem now where we're in a league where all the teams have got worse, and we were told at the start of the yeah. season that we were going to get 100 points, and now. I would say we're more likely to get relegated than get promoted. Well, and like oh, I know, and that probably I don't think we will get relegated. No. But what I'm saying is we're more likely to get relegated. The odds would probably the probability would probably yeah. dictate so, that at the moment. Yeah, the other thing you would you'd look at there, I think you said it a few times before, 
people made this assumption that Parkinson had this record, which I and a couple of others, probably yourselves included, took issue with. Cause yeah, I remember when it was debunked on the podcast that was roundly criticised for being too negative. That, well, I was involved yeah, in that. We just looked at the statistics. Yeah, But the thing you said, which I think was is really pertinent now, is, yeah, play bad football and win, but what if you don't win? Yeah, yeah. And we're not even not just winning, we're losing games. Yeah. I mean, he's won two in 11. <laughs> two wins in 11. We've beaten two of the worst teams I've ever seen. One of them 1 0. I didn't know we're third ourselves. Um, uh, well, well the, we, we, we should we, play we, our yeah, under 23s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably get a result, to be fair. It, I mean, that, that's coming home to roost now. That doesn't mean you couldn't have wanted Ross to go, by the way, oh, no. and expected something different. Bearing in mind at the time, and we've talked about this before, there was takeover talk, and I think a lot of us thought we were going to be aiming for a certain level of manager that when the takeover didn't happen, was that wasn't going to happen. So you had to adjust your expectations. Even with adjusted expectations, Phil Parkinson wasn't even close to any kind of list I had in my mind. I don't know about well, you. When we remember, not remember, when we came in after the Grimsby game, mm-hmm. and yes. we, we, me, yes. you, yes. us yeah. three did the part, yeah. that reaction, and we discussed, it's more of a reaction to Jack Ross's second than a reaction to the game, yeah. but we discussed options for managers, and Phil Parkinson was, did not, was not a manager that passed at any of our lips. So... One thing so he, that couldn't, I, he couldn't have been at the forefront of our minds. No, no. I think it's very unlikely he gets sacked now. I think he should, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I just think How it's... Much can I ask a bit actually, of a... Actually, do I think that? I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a, maybe that's an overreaction. I'd, I'd like to be proven wrong, but do any of you think... And again, it's a bit of a sort of dodgy question, but I'll, I'll put it out there. Do you think he won't get sacked because of potential... The owners don't want their egos bruised, almost, and they'll want to give him as much time as... For me, his time's up, and he's, he's, he's had his, well, he's I, had his chance. Want, we've, feels, we've, we've not improved. It feels, it feels so wrong to stand here and say, because like like the, the rational self kind of kicks in and goes, you can't like mm. say he should be sacked, it's I know ridiculous. What, what I'm Nothing about when we're not rational at the like, moment, though. But like, it's two wins and 11, this is... The, this is it's 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 like a hundred percent worse. The players are gone mentally. The need, yeah. you know. It's like uh, Gareth, what has he done to earn time? Oh, I, I totally. I, that's what uh, I said. Is, people talk so, about January. It, how, it, how's he earned? We've hardly spent any money in the yeah, last yeah, in the yeah, last yeah, sort of yeah. three four years. You talk, you how's talk, he earned the right? We're, we're going to get the the sorry. January sort of equivalent. Sorry, just while you're on gonna, January. Sorry, Mickey. Yeah, but the, good, it's yeah. going to be. Oh, we need this, this, oh, this in January, and it's going to be the January. It's going to be the January that we got under Coleman, where it was massively underwhelming. That I think where we don't get the right sort of players, where we got a lot of a lot of kids who aren't really what we need, who might have a bit of quality in a few years, but aren't like the sort of grit that we need. My, my, my point is also not only is Parkinson not earned the opportunity to get the January based on the results and performances so far. When you look back at the managers that we've had, so you talk about Chris Coleman there, at least with him, he had kind of a pedigree, fair enough he was at Wales and all this other kind of mitigating circumstances, but at least he'd come with a real high stock, so therefore he's he got... massively respected yeah, in the game. So he's got a bit of, he's got a, oh, I'd love to see his references, you, you've got you've got a bit like kind of cashing about with Coleman, you think, right, okay, he's earned the right here to have the opportunity to turn things around. You look at Phil Parkinson, apart from like this kind of like alternate reality where he stabilised Colchester in the Championship, and he got Bolton promoted semi-recently but Bolton fans I mean I'd obviously 
I can't really take a good sample size of Bolton fans. But when Tom talks about um, like his yeah, flatmate yeah. who said he'd come home every week complaining about what he just witnessed, and this is a manager who would manage Bolton through the most challenging, difficult time in their history, you'd think when he left, people would be gutted and it'd be like a lot of respect from him, yeah, like yeah. almost like an outpouring of emotion. But it was kind of like, all oh, right, okay, he's gone, fair enough, shrug of the shoulders. And, and, and that is really worrying in itself, I think, because I think a man who had no budget, he had a transfer embargo at Bolton, he had really difficult circumstances, got them promoted and kept them up for a season. And on that, um, under the Kosh podcast as well, um, Aaron Wilbraham, he's talking about how he believes that Bolton team, if Parkinson hadn't been so tactically stubborn, he could have kept them up before the last game of the season. And this was a man throughout that podcast as well, who, to be fair to him, was really respectful about every manager who he'd played under. Even Paul Ince, who dropped him inexplicably for the um, Trade Trophy final, whatever it was called then, he still had respect for him and didn't harbour any grudges. But straight away, when he mentioned Phil Parkinson, someone goes, oh, he's a bit weird, isn't he? And everyone around the table laughed, as if it's like an accepted fact within the game. Yeah. Whereas if he wasn't, people would kind of like, oh, so, so how's he weird then? Come on, like, I think he's all right. But everyone just kind of it was like a kind of like annoying laugh sort of thing. Yeah, so, so people talk sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so the, the, one other thing I would say as well, going back to what you were saying about the comparison about with Ross, we were many of us were saying we should be beating these teams three 0 four 0 whatever, and we were in a one 0 two one, or whatever. Right? How have we gone from that to this? Like it's it's like it's not even like. It's not an improvement. It's not even close to the type of improvement people wanted to see. And I think people thought if we didn't move on from Ross, we mightn't get promoted. Well, the way it's going at the minute, unless there's a seismic shift in performance, there there is no chance we get promoted because it isn't working. It just isn't. It isn't working. I mean, I, there's players out there, and you're looking at them thinking. I don't know, show a bit more pride in your performance, sure, but like, what's the instruction from no. the sidelines? There doesn't seem like there's anything. Mickey's showing something on his phone at the moment. Well, which... our inspirational leader, um, Phil Parkinson. We need additions. I don't think there is any doubt about that. We need players who are going to relish playing on this stage. Tonight is the first time I've really sensed the pressure was on us and we didn't deal with it. But he he should have been sensing the pressure from day one because this is a massive club and he should have been coming into it thinking... I need to get them promoted. How can he only be feeling the pressure after the ninth game in eleven that we haven't won under his management? Yeah, that's 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 that that says everything about him for me. That he's that's crazy a loser, and it's disappointing as well because he's doing his press conference. That means he hasn't been Simon Grace, and that means we're not going to get the Christmas tree emoji. Checking me phone now with a little bit of kind of false hope that I was going to say a club statement. I mean, on the other hand, you could say if some of those just to play devil's advocate and stuff, and respect the fact that he has had teams promoted out of this division and all the stuff we've talked about previously. Of the 11 games, how many of those have been league games? Not not all of them, obviously. Um, We've played four, maybe, cup games. Two check two check trade in, in the, the FA the, Cup the games. FA cup, we didn't yeah. play a league cup game in there as well, we did, did we? Yeah, yeah we did. So, so we've had five of the 11 have been cup so games. So we've won two in, two in five in the league, which, again, isn't good enough. But we've won two... Lost two and drawn one. Again, like Gillingham and Oxford as well in our division. No, of course, but just to you know. I'm no, I, 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 the division below. Yeah, I, know, look, I understand I'm what just, you mean. I'm just trying to like present a balanced kind yeah. of picture of why you might think you could give him at least another five games, say, or, or more. I don't know. Well, it's going to be more than that because it's apparently it's all going to be fixed in January <laughs> when when we're going to sign. I don't know who. Well, none of us will know we because do, do the kind of player we should be looking at 
Aikens play for them. The number 10. I thought he was terrible. I thought he was awful. He'd fit right in there. <laughs> he created... I know, I know. He was involved in both the goals. He created... He, he, he held the ball up. He, he ran the channels. He put oh, people under pressure. What a dream. But anyway, like... <laughs> it's true, though. Like, It's true. Yeah, I we're, agree. I agree. So but we, we have gone on. You might think he's terrible, but he did everything that all our players don't do. No, OK. That's entirely fair. I guess my point is if you sign players like that... You're not going to finish above tenth. Well, he's been promoted. Tenth. <laughs> he's been promoted with Burton on more than one occasion. Fair enough. Fair and enough. Fair enough. But then again, so of Max Power, Greg. Will Will Greg. Like oh, we do Greg have those. He's played in the Champions League. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my point is that that particular player though has attributes in that many of our squad do not possess. And no. That oh, like there 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 are qualities there absolutely, but. But he's not getting the best out of the squad, is he? And just a bit conscious of for the reaction pod we've done. No, but I think people will be, you know, expecting people probably to be oh, yeah. wound up about that. I think we've been like, pretty re- like oh, reserved no. to be. I mean, look, you could go through the team. I mean, I mean, I'd be. I don't know why McLaughlin's not playing in goal, but oh, please God, put yeah. him back in goal, please. He's just a better goalkeeper. There's well, like he's, I'm he's not seeing any discernible difference, like between no, him and him and Burge at the minute. He's a better goalkeeper. He's played at No, I mean, no, I'm, I mean, in in terms of current form, like McLaughlin at least has some cash in the bank from what he's oh, yeah. what he's and done he for us already. Like, like yeah, you know like I mean? everyone goes on about McLaughlin's distribution, but dear oh, me, Burge, goodness me. Kick it further. Yeah, you can hear it really oh, loudly. Fucking love that, won't he? Kicking it further. <laughs> well, great. D- d- is, so here's one fear: How long till White's back, and is he going to change things? Now, I would never normally say because I'm not a big fan of White, but <laughs> <laughs> Parkinson's a fan of White. He wanted to sign him, I think, at Bolton. Is he going to allow his system to work? The problem well, is though, they don't move up the pitch when they kick the ball forward. Well, like off off they air, don't. I was saying a Craig got a text from friend of the show Dan Howden saying uh, Parkinson's tactics that he's playing he's playing to Charlie White who is who is actually a shite footballer and he's not even on the pitch at the minute <laughs> as well. But that is it. Like they don't move up the pitch though. No, it's already well kicking the ball forward. But the, if the if the if the forwards isolate, if people don't move ten yards up the pitch when the ball goes forward, there's nobody pick up the pieces. Oh, well, how many work? times was Grig like Grig worked hard for me tonight? Like he was one not of the for you just for me just for me for, for me for in my in my opinion. Well, he can if he wants. That would be lovely. It's, it's Handsome man. I know he might be here actually. Keep looking for him, for him in his sad hotel. Um, no, but he worked hard. He chased, chased down a lot of he lost causes. All right, he'll get in the bit. He'll get in the room. So Get Jet on the uh, yeah. on this. I knew the Partridge reference was coming from Gareth Barker. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. out with a head injury at the weekend because yeah. he's dove into the minibar. <laughs> God, I feel like diving into the minibar after yeah, watching yeah, that I performance. Like it's 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 one or the other, isn't it, with this team? It's either Greg ten yards away from everyone, or they're all in a line next to him, <laughs> and then this massive gap to the centre backs, and it's like. Why is there not a midfield? I don't understand why we don't have a midfield anymore. What happened to it? <laughs> the only is, I know it had no time to work for the team, but the Tramier game, yeah, it was direct, but we were getting bodies up in the yeah. striker and we were picking up second balls and it was energetic and it was quick. But yeah. you know who we're making? We do miss Gooch. <laughs> we, we do, do yeah. miss Gooch. Yeah, Gooch has, has, has impetus. Well, Gooch has, has pace, which Duncan Rotmar 
Drunk Watmore has, what but man? Lyndon Gooch yeah, yeah, also yeah. has, <laughs> but Lyndon Gooch also has a first touch. And also, by the way, on Lyndon Gooch, why does he get his hair cut every week? <laughs> I've noticed on his Instagram story, he's he always he's always getting his hair cut. He's always got like a picture from some barbers in Durham just every week. Just like DJ Khaled, isn't Is he, he just like bored because he's injured? So he's like, oh, I'm just going to get my hair cut. Probably one haircut. But he's sponsored by them, so he does it's like to get a free haircut. So he just does a picture a week of the one haircut every two months here, and then like he's actually got like hair down to his knees. Which I respect because it's yeah. black. He's like that Brayford. That's his new look. Yeah, I'd like, I love I like that it. He's been involved in yet another win at the Stadium of Life, by the way. That one who come on at right back with the long hair. He like looks like the most like clogger footballer of all yeah, he time. Looks like someone you make. They're like in a computer <laughs> game. Like, oh, what, what can we go? Oh, let's give him long hair and put like a hairband yeah. on. For wackiness. Yeah, yeah. Mickey's, ju- Mickey's just gone. He's had enough. He's, yeah. he's texting. Well, let, I'm, I'm waiting for the club statement, but it's not coming. So no, hopefully tomorrow morning. But which, <laughs> wow. which brings us on to my sort of final question: Parkinson House. Oh God! I want to say yes, but I'm going to say yes. For the risk of being called an idiot, I'm going to say yes. I'm an idiot, yes. Um, I mean, <laughs> I, you don't. Lot, it? You don't really want to call for a manager's head after 11 games, but I mean, he's got. Who've we got next? I've got a stagecoach recruit. So <laughs> who, who, who have we got next? Gillingham away, and I'm right. going. Yeah, well, he's he's basically we've got to win that, and we've got to win it convincingly. Otherwise, he's he's got to be looking at. Unfortunately, Gillingham have gone really well. Well, he's got plenty of time to find out how they play. Well, no, but I also want to say it's a yes from me. So four yeses. He's through the Dridges' houses. I'm doing a game by game basis. I say Gillingham win that three nil. Don't know where that's coming from, but say it did. I'm on the party bus. Battered them last time at Gillingham. What happened? All the shots on target. How many was it again? How many? Zero in 120 minutes. One more point, mate. Imagine if that had happened under Ross. By the way, just as an aside. Very It's better be good now. I think the night was arguably that bad, even before they took the lead. That even if we, even if we won the game tonight. I don't think that any of us would have come on this podcast with any positivity. I think the performance was that bad. Wouldn't be like this though. It took the pressure off, and at least you'd be at least looking. You get three points. It puts you in touch. Yeah. And it gives the players some confidence because at the minute, yes, you can argue players need to be doing better and all that kind of stuff. But they look bereft, and they look confused. Like you were saying about Power Gareth, he just doesn't look like. He just looked like, what's going on? Like, give us a hand. I tell you what, you know, you're in bother when there's people getting like excited about Kim Yorka coming on yeah. to the level that they are it's like well and it's that. that's the kind of and thing when you crap in the Premier League yeah. that you get excited yeah. for and it's the, the the sacked in the morning thing me you and Matthew did the reaction pod after Bolton and yeah. said yeah, yeah, yeah. and we said like we were kind of on the fence a little bit still about Ross in or Ross out but we acknowledged once the fan base has gone like that you can't really come back from it. And for me, that's what it was like for tonight with Parkinson. Like, we've got to go on a massive run. We don't just have to beat... We have to start like, with a really convincing win. Yeah. I don't, we, like we don't, we just, don't just have to beat Gillingham. Yeah. We've got to murder them, and then you've got to keep building on that. It's like you've just said, Mickey. It's like, it's a case of, even if we'd won tonight, we'd have all been like, great, we've got three points, get the ball rolling but there would be questions to be asked about the performance. Similarly on Saturday, if we do grind something out against Gillingham, 
people who were very angry tonight and there were a lot of people in that stadium who weren't very happy it's going to take a lot to turn that ship around he's going to need to win five or six in a row probably I mean I don't know I don't know what his record's like does he go on runs like that I think you know he might he could do it do you know what it is as well like we're in league one and we're 16 17 games into the season I feel like the season's over. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That, that's it. You know the one saving grace is the one saving grace. The league's not very good. If you just get something together, you can at to, least get have in the to win that eight out of ten. Oh yeah. Of like course. we're going to have to win eight out of the next ten. Yeah. And then that would give us 20, that's twenty-seven games would be at. Where and then we're we're in with a shout, and then it would then people can start saying you know, right, fair enough, but like. That's a big and, ask. And, and this this team like, doesn't look like it's going to do that right now. Your views earlier saying, you know, well, it's only five, six league games. And no, no, this, that was like, me, I, no, that no, was I, I, I get it. But there's but nothing like, out there that suggests that it's going to get any better. It's no. got markedly worse every week. Well, I was worried after the South End game because they are appalling. And I always felt like if Ross had managed that game, there would have been a lot of irritation at the least. And it's just gotten, unfortunately, a lot worse since then. The team looks less structured than it did in that game so that that's a concern we've only beaten the really bad teams including under us this isn't going to be no, no revision isn't we only beat bad teams under us we weren't beating the good teams <laughs> did beat Charlton <laughs> ended up going up <laughs> that was last season I mean this season oh, this, season, this season I wish we could beat Charlton this season yeah I mean, Bar- oh, Barnsley I- last year as well so the, the Stendhal Ross Dual. Oh yeah, needed more time, yeah. Stendhal. About taking you job. Over it, yeah, over it. Well, three weeks. That'll yeah. do. Somebody who plays aggressive attacking football and in January, if given the opportunity, strengthen probably would have brought in the kind of players to fit that system. Instead, we brought in a man who has lost every week for the last eighteen months, and now he's he's going to be trusted with money to build a squad. Would you tr- and he's I mean, gonna- Mickey, you've said stuff. I don't know if you want to finish it about like these press conferences about the way he talks, like mm. someone who's in a relegation battle. I don't know, like. Yeah, I, I mean that's the kind of vibe I've got from the start. I mean, when he makes comments, I mean, I know I'm kind of because I've got the kind of bias against partners at the minute. I'm kind of I'm jumping on everything he's saying. But when he came out on Saturday and said that Kim Yorker lit the stage up when he scored, I'm like, as you say, you came away from a game feeling equally as flat yeah. as you did before he scored. I certainly didn't come away from that game feeling invigorated. And then he's coming out and he's making probably s- trying to big him up a he, little he, bit. He is. That. That's fine. But then you, you, as, as you said, Gareth, um, last night, God, it feels like a lot longer than just 24 hours ago but we can only have a wall pulled over our eyes for so long and you can and you cannot tell me that you can watch that Gillingham game where you have zero shots on target in two hours mm-hmm. three shots on target against Gillingham we had a goal <laughs> in, in over three hours of football against Gillingham we had three shots on but target it's the, it's across the, the two games I think they're the things you're talking about that yeah, I know you said it's sort of sardonically but that we had a go thing that kind of language isn't going to wash with Sunderland fans at the minute. Well, not when you're because in the Premier League, but you know, I mean, not when you're in league. We, we, we that that's the kind of it's almost like a defeatist way of talking. Mm. And at the minute, that isn't that isn't what this fan base needs to hear. It needs to hear fire and pat, like it's all cliche bollocks. But like we do need to hear someone who's like, I'm not going to stand for this. Yeah. They're not playing yeah. well, and Again, they need that, to start. Goes back to what I said at, at the start, like. Why would the players be playing for him? If 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 that's what like what's what's there? What's like what like image is he emitting? Like what idea? What I know it's not all about personality with the manager, but it's a big deal. Like it is part of it. Like Ross at least had at least Ross was charismatic though. Yeah, exactly, Mickey. Like 
you've shown me a picture of Neil Warnock before with like <laughs> you okay hun like oh. get him like honestly I said hi hun you up <laughs> apologies <laughs> for butchering it we're never but, gonna get Neil Warnock I feel, I feel, I feel like we're never gonna meet him I feel as though you know it would be like it would like and this is like again completely irrational I'd probably like tomorrow think about it and go that's a really like stupid idea and goes against everything that you like speaking my language um, but like someone like uh, I'm going to say the Kevin Phillips word because that's what people need at the moment they need something and and you know what it is I do feel as though I'd rather take a third out of the transfer budget in January to get rid of the manager and give the new manager two thirds less, a third less money to spend, because I feel as though the level of drop off in the players that we've got in the yeah. squad at the moment is so drastic that five or six new players in January wouldn't make a blind bit of well, difference. If we if we go back to what we said about Ross was actually probably getting more of us out of the squad, and yes, maybe the squad obviously does have deficiencies but if someone can lift that with the league being as bad as it is maybe we can get something out of it like I'm, and again I've never ever been on like when we were thinking about appointing a manager and we did discuss it in here Craig and, and Mickey about like the kind of manager you bring in and we talked about like equivalents like Akeen like and, and Gerard and Lampard and that like Phillips would fit that yeah. bracket from that logical perspective to give people a lift and even though it's irrational it might just work but and it, it, it would be a, like a, a massive risk and completely irrational but it just feels as though at the moment we just need something to just give us a shot on the arm got and one name people. for you one name for you John Terry <laughs> no. no not for me it's got to be JT got to be JT <laughs> He's waiting for a big job. Yeah, manager. On that, any more for any more because I'm very concerned about my phone battery and any more gold might get lost. I'm, I'm alright. Any outrageous statements? Oh, wait, Mickey. You were really fired up. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> know, if he's, I, I don't know if he's going to say anything outrageous, well, though. On the, on the Phillips thing again, and, you know, I, I know Charlie Masson has been caught at a recent event saying that, like, Phillips was never really under consideration because, like, he's got no experience. It's like, well, on the flip side, and this might sound a little bit harsh, but what experience have you and Stuart Donald mm-hmm. and Richard Hill mm-hmm. and Paul Reid got of running a club at this level? Zero. And so, it's not like the club that they have been running are doing well. No, we're not. And again, I, I, I said so it, I, and, that, and that's and I, that's I, not me. That's not me. No, it's, a, it's, a, it's factually correct. It sounds antagonistic, so, so why but you, why, if you fan, if you fancy your chances, like you can do, you can come in here and 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 lift everyone and take us back to top six in the championship, yeah. at least, is which is what you know the, all the courts kind of suggest. Then why why wouldn't you put your faith in somebody else? Um, especially when you've appointed this man, just a man. He is just a man. <laughs> so the, the one thing about Phillips... We are run by just men. just men. But at Phillips, I would kind of not want him to come into this because the risk to his reputation at the club Well, to be fair, would be on, quite the flip, on the flip side, he could just wash his hand and go, well, it was already That's buggered true. before. You could do, pull a Shearer, basically. Yeah, you yeah. could, you could pull, pull a Shearer. I don't like the sound of pulling a Shearer. <laughs> right, yeah. On that disgusting, on that disgusting note, I think pulling a Shearer, the disgust, how disgusting that sounds, sums up tonight's performance. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with more fume on Thursday. Me and Matthew, yes. I don't know what we're gonna do. Pulling a Shearer. Yeah, maybe something minging. Live pod sold out, so thank you for coming and that for not coming yet but 
when you get there, thanks for attending. And nice. then that's enough, Gareth. Me and Matthew are going to work on the on the quiz on Thursday, yeah, so that's to be excited about. All just have a few more drinks. I'll dip into the wise men say kitty when get a nice sweet in this Hilton <laughs> and just have a lovely old time. <laughs> Put the telly on in that E4 to yeah. watch that. Agree. Maybe reruns of the Big Bang Theory Ooh. or something. Oh, no, exactly. Oh, I know yeah. it's E4. I'm trying to think of yeah. something. Dave Taskmaster. Yeah. 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 Great. Right. Let's go and watch Taskmaster. Watch, get in the bed. Thanks for listening. Mickey. Bye. <laughs>